okay. So I had a dream last night. Okay. Mm-hmm. That I got a call from my coworkers. Mm-hmm. And they were cokers that I don't work with anymore. Cokers? Yeah, cokers. Yeah, you heard me. But anyways, uh, <laughs> they were like, we're at the location. And I was like, what fucking location are you talking about? And they were like, you know the location that like we're at. And I was like, I am not there. And they were like, well, we're there. And so I then was transported to the location because I believed that I also needed to be there except... It was not just my coworkers there. It was also my good close friends who were pointedly not my coworkers in the dream. Does that was mean that us? us? No. Well, <laughs> wow. okay. It was just Errol. Oh, it was wow. It was Errol. It was Errol oh, okay. and Abby. Sorry, guys. But you guys, you, this 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 script is about to get flipped real fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was Errol and Abby. And then, like a couple Noelle of my and coworkers, I were not good enough to show up. In your no, you guys were not there, but you will be thankful for that in a moment. And mm. we were all there, and there was like this weird cult leader also there, and he was okay. like, "I'm the guy, I'm the cult leader." <laughs> so I was there. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, sure, yeah. Noel was the cult leader, um, and Kat was Noel's beautiful wife. Uh huh, makes sense. Except like there were they were having marital problems. <laughs> oh okay. no! And so the cult leader was like, "I need you actually to be my date for the event to me." And I was like, I don't really want to do that. But like he had a really beautiful dress. And I was like, I do want to wear the dress. So I guess I'll do it. But now here's where this all comes back around. Absolutely why a protagonist. Yeah, Yeah. it really was. Here's where this comes back around. This all took place at my childhood home. Mm. Okay. Okay. And so we were all there. No, we weren't. All I there. just told you that you were there. I've in- I've inserted you into the okay, dream fine. per your okay, request. Fine. Thank you, thank you. So we were all there, and um, <laughs> I kept going into the bathroom <laughs> to get changed. But then, like every time I went into the bathroom, Errol and Abby were like, "We have to pee so bad. We really, 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 really have to pee." And I was like, "That does sound together." Well, like one after the other, and I was like, "Okay, whatever, fine. Like go pee." Then I went back in, and they had peed in the bathroom, (laughs) and there was like piss everywhere. It was all over. Errol, what did you do? Sometimes when you get older, you know, it's just, it happens all over well, the map. Well, and like, here's the thing. It's like, I went in there and I was just like, oh, like, they always fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, a dream me knew, like, this was not a singular occurrence. Wow. Like, this, and they specifically had, like, peed on the lip of the bathtub. <laughs> and it, it was, I don't know why that was, like, a detail that I remembered. I was just, like, so fucking annoying. But I was like, whatever. <laughs> and then I got changed. <laughs> And then I, like, went into the bedroom, which was connected to the bathroom, hmm. to, like, put my, like, do my whatever. And there was piss everywhere. No, there wasn't piss everywhere, but you and Abby came in, and you were like, we have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> why, did, why, did we, why did we tell you that? You just wanted me to know. And you went back in there, and I was literally like, hey, you guys, can you not pee, like, in the bathtub this time? And you were both like, we peed in the toilet. And then you went in there... <laughs> And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, they're probably just being weird, whatever. And then you guys came out. And I went back into the bathroom. And there was everywhere again. Because I cleaned it up last time. And it was like everywhere again. I'm dying. It was all over the place. And I was just 
like, I was so mad at you guys. <laughs> so yeah, we I was so mad. We ruined your YA protagonist moment. Yeah. Wow. And then to wear and the then, dress and go to the wedding? No. <laughs> because when I was about to leave, one of my other actual coworkers from work came up to me and was like, you were not invited to be here. <laughs> You are not supposed to be here, and we don't have any, we don't have a seat for you, we don't have food for you, like, you need to go. Uh, uh, Errol and Abby can stay, though. <laughs> yes! You were invited! And then I had to leave with my my childhood home and my childhood bathroom covered in piss, <laughs> and then I woke up. Well, what do you think yeah. that means? Wow. I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't what know, do you, you think it means? <laughs> what do you think it means? I have no idea. That Errol was pissing all over I, the bathtub. But I woke up with such fond feelings for you, Errol. What the fuck? <laughs> you and Abby both, I was like, oh my good breath. Warm feelings. Fuck Tr- trickling you. feelings. Yeah, warm, fuck warm trickling you. feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, you were blessed by Pavia that night. I was. She came to me in the uh, dream. And um, with that, let's, I guess, play D&D. Sure. <laughs> imagination zone into another yeah. mm-hmm. let's enter the world of conscious imaginings now mm-hmm. the theater of the mind yeah we have more control over what's happening the bathroom of the mind the bath- bathroom of the mind we get to choose exactly what bathrooms we, we piss all get over to choose exactly. where we pee and how we pee and what and, we pee and what we pee mm. and okay who we pee <laughs> i feel like yeah. oh, why God. we pee mm. So let's, let's take us away, cat. Sorry, I just got stuck thinking about how like this this is going to be somebody's like, and that's how I got a piss fetish. You always say you that. always say that. Oh no, no, no. this is gonna be fodder for somebody who already has a piss. Yeah, fetish. exactly. Nobody's and gonna develop fine. a fetish because of this. Well, I hope not. If they do, I already have, so it's too late. <laughs> God damn it! Hi, uh, my name's Cat, and I wasn't in the dream. <laughs> A likely story. Hi, my name is Noelle, and I really enjoyed hearing about that dream. <laughs> uh, hi, my name's Juniper, and uh, I have uh, never peed before. Wow. Wow, it seems normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, I'm Errol. I am constantly being slandered <laughs> on, on my own podcast. Uh, I, I pee very neatly, I'll have you know. <laughs> And I play Slake. Oh, I play Fran, by the way. Okay, so uh, let's talk about what happened last time. Uh, last time you guys had a little shop at Dawson's Stall. Uh, you traded in some of your less used magical items for some new shit. That is lots of fun. And will come in useful later. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, after that, you guys made a battle plan with the relevant parties in your army. We did that kind of in a recap. Uh, There's a a full planning session, which we'll be releasing on Patreon sometime. And let's see. Next, Corbin checked in on Selmy and the dwarves. Um, You found out that the dwarves are being imprisoned. 
and uh, they are being mushroomified. They are being inoculated with spores. It's a bad scene. Uh, and meanwhile, Slake had a little training session with Namavi. Fran made a deal with some demons for their assistance in the void when the time comes. Uh, and she also made another deal with Dawson to supply the troops with bows and arrows. So those things all happened. And now that's where we are. You are in your final days of preparations. Long after new fighters have stopped making their way through the forest to your camp, when the scouts on the border of the Estrin settlement come rushing through the camp to find you, they they find Mary and the scout slides to his knees in front of her, panting in the dirt. Lady Mary, there is something in the forest, some sort of, I don't know, a, a construct. And uh, Mary, who has been going over plans with the three of you at the time, she grimaces and looks to you like, it's just like Namavi was saying. Torva must be testing our forces. Come on, let's go. You got it. So the four of you rush to the edge of the forest, and as you get closer, the sound of something heavy crashing through the underbrush comes through. Small woodland creatures dart out, abandoning the cover of the trees and taking their chances in the open field behind you. The crashing gets louder, and you hear small trees being cracked in half as this thing rumbles ever forward. Then, it breaks through the tree line, and you are face to mechanical face with a robot you never thought you'd see again. <gasps> it's Artie. What? The artificer from Torvis Jaw. Oh my god! How did Artie know we were here? The Iron Construct focuses its mechanical eyes on you. Thank you for coming to meet me and not attacking. I would not have wanted to hurt anyone in self-defense. Artie? Who's this special little guy? <laughs> Artie! Um, this is a, a friend we met in Torva's jaw. Valen's friend. Yes, I am glad to see you are still alive. I I just look so delighted, and I reach out uh, my hand to, to shake Artie's. And he takes your hand very surprisingly gently and shakes it. Hello, you must be new. Uh, uh, yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Slake. It's so nice to meet you, Artie. It is very nice to meet you as well. And he is still shaking your hand. Oh my god, I'm not gonna let go. <laughs> they, they, uh, the, you, the two of you just continue <laughs> to shake hands. I heard from Phelan lately. Artie turns its head very slowly until it is looking over its shoulder. It just sort of moves in like one degree turns. Nice. And he says, yes, about ten minutes ago. What? Yes, he and his sister were arguing about the best way to approach the camp. His sister? Which? Yes. Sister, and uh, as as you say that, there is a a general hissing from behind the tree line, and uh, the sound of of voices going. I said, "Don't." He's already out there. You were supposed to keep. I I am not gonna able. I'm not able to keep a one ton robot from doing what he wants. <laughs> and finally, from the tree line, Nightblade <gasps> slinks out. But that means shut up. What? 
shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. There was, there was, wasn't there like a bedroom when, when you guys went to Torbis? Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, Nightblade slinks out from behind some bushes. <laughs> Nightblade? Shut up, shut up. <laughs> she then. What the hell? She then very roughly grabs Phelan out from these same bushes and yanks him into the sight lines. Phelan! Oh! Fran freezes. And uh, Phelan freezes too, and you two lock eyes. And he raises a sheepish hand. Hi, Fran. Corbin looks between you two and actually like walks in between you and like observes you like... (laughs) Like animals in a zoo? Yes. Um, (laughs) after, After a second... Fran runs forward and shoves Corbin into the grass. <laughs> and then continues running and oh. runs into Phelan's arms. Yeah, and he he just grabs you up and spins you around. Artie says, these two spent the last 10 minutes arguing about the best way to make a dramatic entrance. You guys are so stupid. You guys are idiots. Phelan, I miss you so much, you little dumbass. I missed you too. I just didn't want to, um, you know come out of the woods with a robot that's what you did though it, that's the robot did. the robot went on, <laughs> on their own i went i, I want to come hug phelan too yeah also corbin wants to hug phelan oh it's Fran, just... fran's giving him a little smoochies on his little cheek oh, no, corbin's gonna stay away from that though no you can you can come you can come be part of the hug all right corbin you've come part of the smoochies too corbin comes into the he puts one hand over fran's mouth and the other hand over phelan's mouth <laughs> And then he and then he presses his body against them, but doesn't hug because both of his hands are occupied. <laughs> Actually, no, he reaches around from behind. So he reaches around the necks. I hope that the covering of the mouth is part of his hug. Yes, yeah. It's part of the embrace. It was great to see you, Phelan. <laughs> what? You seem like just... you wanted a hug with me in it. Phelan, just lick his hand. I like it. And, and when, when Phelan finally like, gets Corbin's hand off, he says, I did that once, and he was so weird about it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I should have anticipated that. And then he never did it again, though, right? <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> uh, Fran pulls her mouth away from Corbin's hand and looks over at Nightblade. And she says, um, so is this why you wouldn't tell us your name? Nightblade sighs and she goes, you can call me Sam. Huh? And Phelan Phelan kind of disentangles himself from you guys. He says, this is Ilya, the Venge. And as he starts to say it, Nightblade just comes over and gives him a real sharp elbow in the stomach. What? Oh, There's a story there. Something's going on. Don't say it. Are you going to say vengeance? Don't say it. Why? Vengeance. So you're a god? Don't. Nightblade. Nightblade or Sam. Either one I will accept. I don't love Nightblade. It's silly, but fine. What's silly about it? I think it's pretty cool. (laughs) But I'll respect your, your choice, Sam. Thank you. And, uh... Phelan, he pats his sister on the shoulder and he says, Sam, uh, left. How old was I? And Sam shrugged and says, I don't know, little? You and Orestes hadn't been there at Torvis job for long. And Phelan nodded. Right, right, yeah. So she left when we were little, um, and 
Sam sort of waves her hand and says, you're telling the story horribly. Look, I was always close to our aunt Wea, and after everything that went down with dear old dad and his whole drowning orchestration, uh, I wasn't cool with that. And so I left, and I haven't used the name he gave me since. Oh, do you have magic? I try not to. Oh, that's badass. I'm not going to lie about it. So what were you doing in the casino? Avenging my sister. And and Phelan steps in and goes, sister as in a very good friend that she adopted as a sister, not as in another one of our dad's kids. Oh, God. Fran was counting on her fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... You guys have got to get a family tree put together for us. It could have been a half-sister, too. That family tree would have a lot of dead branches. Anyway, Vivi was my sister for a long time. And everything I told you about that was true. Just, she wasn't my, she wasn't my blood sister. Which is for the best, because my family is horrible, excluding the him. I thought he was horrible too, until pretty recently. Oh, us too. That's not true. We we never thought that Phelan was horrible. I mean, I think we knew. Wow, well, I guess Like, so. in, our, in our brains, we were like, he's definitely dangerous. But then, like, our hearts were like, but he's so hot. How yeah. bad could he be? Okay, you don't need... We can, we can stop right there. That's fine. That's true. I, let's just stop with you guys always knew I wasn't bad. What? Mary, Mary signs. We had an inkling. I mean, we have, we, we immediately knew he was a Zuko. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We did, yeah. Um, Too media savvy. I mean, as, as soon as we saw you, we just felt like you could be redeemed for some unknowable reason. <laughs> yeah. But The longer you talk about this, the... Uh, more awkward I feel about it. Let's move on. You don't have to feel awkward. No, I do. I knew that you were a good guy the first time you licked my hand. Oh, God. First time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we trekked all this way across an ocean and a jungle. <sighs> Because somebody won't travel through the void. And she looks back at Artie, who is just still standing there. (laughs) And Artie says, I cannot travel through the void. She goes, can't, won't, whatever. (laughs) He's just a little guy. Now, Phelan, now, I just really would like, tell me that you don't have any more random siblings that are going to jump out from behind trees. I mean, not that I know of. Okay, well, that's somewhat reassuring. There is one sibling that might jump out from behind a tree much later. You mean Loria? No. You mean Milava? No. You mean Orestes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that little creep is absolutely sitting pretty on whatever pile of skulls Dad has piled up in Esadel. Well, he's going to have a maybe a fun, a fun time later. His skull will be the one that is on a pile. Phelan, we've been busy. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard. I I wanted to come sooner after everything that went down with the tieflings, but uh, he looks back at Artie again, says, I cannot travel through the void. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, yeah, Artie can't travel through the void. And they got left behind when Torva disconnected his realm from the physical base at Torva's jaw. And I, I, I couldn't leave him there. 
You made the right choice. You did, Lord Phelan. I am glad you did not leave me behind. I was running out of reading material. <laughs> Phelan, are you feeling okay? Uh, we can talk about it later. I, oh. Okay. Did you meet your evil double yet? Okay, it's like I was gonna, okay. Oh, yeah. Phelan, don't listen to that. Have you met him? No, don't listen to them. And Phelan looks a bit green and says, yeah, that's the other reason that we didn't travel through the void. Oh, is he in there? Uh, we just have a <clears throat> greater than average chance of running into each other there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. He's a real piece of work, I tell you what. Yeah, do you know what kind of fucked up evil double stuff he's doing? Dude, and Phelan, do you guys have like a twin connection? Phelan is looking more and more uncomfortable as you talk about this. <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about that. Well, I mean, he might show up for the battle. We From should... a logistics I'll, standpoint. I'll talk to Phelan about it. Right. You guys can just relax. And Mary signs, it's okay, Phelan. We know that you're the good one. And Phelan sort of shrugs and says, sure, yeah. Any, anyway, uh, the, the other other reason that I didn't want to leave Artie behind is, uh, and he looks back at Artie, who opens up a chest cavity and reaches in, and he pulls out first, like, a tea cozy, and he hands that over to Sam. And he, uh, he rummages around a little bit more, and then he pulls out a sheaf of papers. Yes, here they are for you. And he hands them to Mary who takes them and goes, oh, uh, thanks. What is this? These are papers from the initial research into cold iron. Oh, hot dog. I thought these might be useful. Yeah. Hot diggity dog. Hot, hot doogie. <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> uh, True. Right. So Phelan, Phelan comes around and to point at the papers that Mary is now looking at. He says, see here, this is what I thought was really interesting. They, the reason he, whole reason he took Farah Mountain is he was looking for another deposit of, of what he calls the mind. That's where they found the, the material for cold iron near Esadel. Did you say the mind or the mine? Mind with a D, though he then made a mine to mine the mind. Mind like a giant's mind that's sitting in the ground, like a brain of a giant. Right. Like, like, maybe there's mushrooms growing around it. Well, here, and uh, he passes the papers over to Fran. This is what I thought was so interesting. These tests—they're. Do you see what's happening? And you, you, Fran, you can look at this and you immediately can... Yeah, I'm flipping through. I'm you're parsing through. This, this data. And you see that there's all these tests that have been run where magic has basically been thrown at this material. And every time, it's not deflecting the magic. It is absorbing it. Hmm. It is absorbing it and the magic just disappears into the metal. Hmm. And he says, this stuff, this cold iron... Honestly, it's always given me the creeps, and it eats the magic like it's alive. Living tissue. Right. <sighs> and if this has to do with the stuff I've seen through bad me's eyes... Uh, <clears throat> so you can see. Let's not talk about it right now. Oh, God. <laughs> if, 
This has to do with what he's been doing down there, the mushrooms and the spores and what he's building. I don't know. I, I don't know how it connects. I'm. Well, well he's, we know Torv has been building a, another dragon, but is there something else? I, uh, as much as I love just talking in an open field, <laughs> uh, let's, and uh, he looks back at his sister and Artie and Sam just waves and says, I heard Wea's around here somewhere, so I'm going to go find her. I'll take Artie with me. Oh, don't take Artie with you. (laughs) (laughs) And Artie says, if you would like to join me for tea, please come by my... And he looks around and says, area that I am in. (laughs) Slake, like, fans themselves a little bit and is, like, looking over at Fran and Corbin. I got invited for tea. (laughs) And Phelan looks at you slightly and says, I just need to warn you that the drinking part of the tea is, there might be some leakage, but just don't mention it. Just don't mention it to Artie. I I would never. All right. Usually with crow tea, there's some leakage too. Not, okay, Corbin. That usually happens later. (laughs) Actually, if you want to make some crow tea for it, I know he did reject you last time, but I think he would be down for it now. Oh, twist my arm, why don't you? (laughs) Has something changed? Uh, you know, we've just been boiling leaves for him in the woods. <laughs> so you've already been making him crow tea. R- right. Oh, did Corbin give you the recipe? He didn't have to. I mean, there's a, there's nuance. I doubt that you were able to replicate it perfectly. But um, clearly you took some inspiration from my mastery in artistry and our and expertise. Mary, Mary signs. <laughs> You know what, Corbin and Slake? Actually, let's go join Artie for some tea now. I think, Corbin, you should just go ahead and show us all how it's done. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Fine, but don't be weird while we're while we're gone, I say, looking at, at Fran and Phelan. What? Yeah, don't <laughs> be weird. There's enough weird romantic tension I, happening around hey, here already. We're not going to be... You guys are always fucking weird. <laughs> I just mean don't have like a bunch of secrets that you withhold in your little secret couple oh, zone. Oh, I meant don't kiss each other in public, but yeah, that too. I mean, I don't know. It's it's fine. Mary signs, let's give them some privacy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and begins ushering you two away towards Artie. And once they are gone, Frank... Mm. Fran is like kind of avoiding Phelan's gaze and she's like, man, well, don't kiss in public and don't have weird secrets. That's that's pretty much all I had planned. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Phelan puts an arm around you and and gives you just a a quick squeeze and says, is there somewhere else we can go to talk? That's um, not the middle of an open field. (laughs) I don't know what you have against the middle of open fields, but yeah, sure. Um, and I take him to my secret library area. So once you guys are in the secret library area, Phelan like looks back as you seal the door and goes, "Okay, I wasn't expecting this type of underground lair." <laughs> it's not a lair. That's a strong word. It's not a lair. It's kind of a lair. Vi- villains have lairs. I have a hideout. Okay. I wasn't expecting a hideout. Look at this, I say, and I point at, like, a sawdust-filled bag. (laughs) (laughs) And I say, this is my furniture. Go ahead and sit down. Um, you know, I'm good standing. Okay, 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 I'll sit, I'll sit. (laughs) (laughs) 
And and Fran like plops down next to him and and leans back and is still very much avoiding his gaze. <laughs> so, uh, so you met him? Um. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, this is very weird. Yeah, I know. When did you start to realize something was wrong? I it, it took a while. I was so focused on getting mom safe and then just kind of trying to keep things down low with the tieflings. I, di- I didn't want them to know who I was, but it started with when I was asleep. I had weird dreams, and then they started happening when I was awake, and I'd close my eyes, and I'd see what he was doing. And then the last time I tried traveling through the void, we met briefly. Oh, what was that like? It was like, it was like seeing all the worst parts of myself externalized and made real. All the things that I didn't want to be, which is, I guess, the point. Oh. And I guess... I don't know. I talked to Farah about it. She thinks that this is this is my corruption from spending time in the void without any magic to protect me, no no realm to exist in. You know what happened to Pothos and Dawson's brother. That's what happened to Greed. You know? Oh sure. You become like a an embodiment of of what your name is. Right. And that's, you know, you look at someone like Seratinus. He's got the, he sort of gestures all over, like, you know, the skin, and the eyes, and the, the teeth. He was a normal guy once. Mm. It's just, when stuff like this happens to us, we get like that. And, and that's, this is what happened to me. And, uh, the, the more time I spend in the void or using my magic, the stronger we both get. Oh. Well, I think we can undo it. How? Um, Kai, Kai said she would help me do it. Kai? You, you, you like, really talked to her? You didn't see that part? No. I mean... Uh. I know you talked to her once. No, I didn't talk to her. Fran. <laughs> no, no, no. I, look, uh, you can be cool, right? You, you still got betrayal powers, right? You're not just like, you're not just like a narc now, are you? No, what? I mean, <laughs> I'm not a narc. I want narc on you, Fran. Well, those are two different things. <laughs> I'm not a narc. All right. I would narc on, on my dad. Okay, 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 okay. You know what? You know what? You're right. Uh, narcs are the biggest betrayers of all. That just makes sense. Uh, all right. Well, the truth is, is I don't think that Mary and Corbin and Slake, I didn't think we could survive and win doing what we were doing before. So I just decided to take things into my own hands. Phelan nods. You're bad influence on me. 
<laughs> he laughs a little at that. He says, well, I can't blame you. You're right. It's exactly what I would do. So whatever plan you have, you can count me in. Oh, uh, Fran gives a big, big sigh and her eyes like start to water and she wipes them quickly. That really means a lot. Thank you. And and Phelan, he gets up and he gives you a big hug and a kiss and he just puts a hand on the back of your head and holds you. It's okay. I know that whatever you're doing, you're doing it. You're doing it because you feel like you're the only one who can. But I'm here for you. And we'll face it together, okay? And we'll keep them safe together. Okay. <laughs> Don't look at me. And she, like, hugs I'm really tired. <laughs> I'm so not looking at you. There's a really interesting spot on this wall. Okay, good. It's so cool and shaped like a bear. <laughs> and it's a bear that has claws <laughs> and a top hat. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, and Fran just like does one of those like, <laughs> like sniffs <laughs> and wipes her face off. And, uh, gives Phelan a punch in the arm and nods. <laughs> he, he he nods back and he goes, right, totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, you gotta say it with conviction. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Alright, come on. Let's go find Corbin and Slake before they think we're kissing in public. Let's go kiss in front of them. <laughs> listeners and good evening um first of all just want to say sorry that this episode took a long time to come out um i was attacked by the adobe office suite <laughs> and i barely made it out with my life and uh i just almost lost the will to ever edit again and then i gained it back through I guess holiday cheer. I don't know. But anyways, um, I hope that you're enjoying this episode. Um, it, it almost killed me, but uh, it. I think it's okay now. But yes, yeah, sorry again. Uh, FYI, along with the next episode to come out, there will be like a Patreon bonus episode of us like planning our our plan of attack for the battle which is actually like very intricate and very complex um which like we had recorded like back and was it in the last episode where like we talked about like making the plan so we recorded it then and then we recorded all this other stuff after we already knew what we wanted to do and then cat took like what we planned and and put it into a, a game system 
that is really cool. And I'm excited for you guys to listen. So yeah, just wanted to let you guys know that. Um, that'll be available for our $5 and up patrons over on patreon.com slash legendlark. We also, as usual, have many, many outtakes, uh, deleted scenes. They are up to date. And I've started adding like links in all the episodes. So like when you if you're ever like going back to re-listen or if you have somebody with access to your Patreon account who is listening, you can always be like, hey, these are the outtakes for this episode and the link should take you there. It works better on like the browser mode of Patreon than like the mobile app, as far as I know. Um, but who knows, you know, Patreon updates their mobile app sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, on that note, I would love to thank our new patrons. I would love to thank Maris, Sammy, Oblong Osprey, Andy, Nightly Rogue 28, Alexandra, and Jonathan. Thank you guys so, so much for joining our Patreon. Also, if you are um, a $15 patron, you have probably already received the amazing and incredible pin that Errol designed. Um, it's literally the most beautiful pin that has ever existed other than the other pin that they also designed. <laughs> and so make sure that you have checked your mailbox and make sure that you have checked Patreon for the amazing PDFs of the art. I would also just love to thank our reviewers on Apple Podcasts. Thanks to Queen of Stardust and Glitter Engineer, who apparently they're previous review like died and didn't show up so hello i see you glitter engineer you're right there glitter engineer hello glitter engineer <laughs> um thank you guys so so much and last of all a message to chantel chantel to you and to all the sleeper agents out there happy new year let's all go into 2024 and kill god chantel the code word is it's a seven. The sleeper agent is active. Go. So it's it been a couple of weeks now that you guys have been, you've made your plans, you've been getting things underway. And um, Corbin, where, where would you be? Mary's going to come find you. Where are you? Um, in the camp. Or night, in the forest. Nighttime? Yeah. It's getting towards nighttime. It's evening. Now, the last thing that happened was Fran and Phelan being gross, right? Currently, we'll say that this is happening at the same time as they're finishing up their conversation. Okay. So they're still in their secret basement library smooching and stuff. Okay. I'm going to, I want to go find Alden. Okay. Alden is, um, he is, uh, you don't actually, you don't find Alden. You find Varahara. Okay. Who is, uh, rolled over on his back exposing his belly oh. Mm. oh i love him and uh when you look up you see alden is on top of his belly like crawling through the bristles and occasionally like pulling something out like it looks like like tree debris and stuff that's gotten stuck in varahara's fur all right uh corbin corbin goes up to them and says um alden what i need your help with something it's really important mission critical urgent uh for the safety of the planet uh, so Alden, Alden peeks up from over the crest of Arahara's belly and looks down at you. And there's some, some rumbling 
from uh, Barahara that you can't quite make out. It's in like a very low register. Mm. It almost sort of just sounds like snuffling. And Alden rolls his eyes and then slides down off of Barahara's belly. What? Uh, we need to go find Fran and Phelan. <laughs> Why do you need me for this? It's important <laughs> that you come with. Okay. Are you going to give me any more details? Uh, top secret. You'll find out. Listen, don't worry. Don't you worry. You'll find out. <laughs> Is You'll find out. Are you going to be weird? So scary. I've never been weird. <laughs> so terrifying. <laughs> Alden, Alden looks at you for a very long... He just holds your gaze and says, You know, I don't appreciate being lied to. I'm not lying. Yeah, okay. All right, whatever. Yes. All right, let's go find them. Do I do I need to? Do you need me to bring anything? Do you need a? Uh, he, he like looks around for a second for like what he could bring, and then he picks up like one of Barahara's giant bristles. Um, I just need you to bring an open mind. <laughs> oh, and uh, Alden, Alden looks back at Barahara, who has rolled onto his his feet again. And uh, Varahara, like, what are your intentions for my son? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Varahara gives him a gentle, like, you know, push to the to his back with his snout, and Alden goes, "Okay, okay, I'm going, I'm going. Okay, lead the way." Okay, uh, uh, okay. How's your sense of smell? Uh, it's okay. Never mind. Corbin turns into a dog. Uh, well, yep. Forgot you could do that. And okay. sniffs. For Fran's scent. Oh, <laughs> Corbin. What does Fran? Wait, what does Fran smell like? Um, seaweed. Uh, seaweed and like a little bit like fish. Nice. Mm. Okay, yeah. Corbin knows that scent well. He he sniffs it. He sniffs her out. Like the ocean. Uh, like when you smell the ocean and you're like, yeah. oh, that's the ocean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me a perception check. Oh shit. Sixteen. Sixteen. All right. Yeah, you're able to find Fran. Okay. You cool. know that. You know Fran's scent. It's not hard. You're able to to sniff. Track her down. Sniff them out. Um, I think I think we're we're just like walking out of the library. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know. Being normal. Being normal as fuck. <laughs> Looking slightly like emotionally drained. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. 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 Um, I don't want I don't want them to see us just yet. <laughs> oh, okay. So do you communicate this to Alden in any way? Uh, <laughs> I stand in front of him to keep him from advancing. <laughs> Alden like almost runs into you and goes, "What?" what? What the hell? What the hell? What are you doing? Uh, Corbin turns back into a boy. Okay. Corbin says, "Okay, what? Uh, uh, we. Uh, okay, we need to be quiet." Okay. Fran Fran points at like a nearby building and is like, "Haha, look at that." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we okay. We're gonna cross paths with them. Why do we? What? What? <laughs> I'm gonna cross paths with them. Just, just roll with it, okay? Failing those two buildings together look like a butt. <laughs> <laughs> just roll, just roll with it, okay? Okay. Okay, follow me. And then we walk up behind Fran mm-hmm. and Phelan, mm-hmm. and um, Corbin grabs Alden's <laughs> hand in his. And, oh, Alden immediately, it is like a, a, a almost immediate shift in skin tone. 
skin tone. <laughs> yes, as he turns oh, I see, bright I see, red. I see. Okay, 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 okay. Um, and then and he like starts tugging his hand. No, 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 vice grip, vice grip. <laughs> and Corbin pulls himself and Alden directly into Fran and Phelan. What? Like we just like I like we're basically we run at you from behind. <laughs> what the. F- Oh my god, I'm so sorry, you guys. Corbin, what are you doing here? Nothing, I'm just being normal. Corbin raises their hands above him. (laughs) Alden, are you okay? Yeah, we're doing great. We're being super normal. Uh, Corbin is waving their hands in the air, held. uh, Fran Fran looks at Phelan like, what the fuck? uh, Phelan, are you guys holding hands? Um, Actually, let me say that in character. Are you guys holding hands? No, do you want us to be? Oh, that's weird. I thought you just loved to PDA. That's so weird. Corbin like waves <laughs> his hand around some more with Alden's hand. And Alden has just sort of gone limp as like <laughs> like the way like a small prey animal does. <laughs> when it's in the teeth of a of a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute ragdoll. Cool. Fran, Fran is like looking around like <laughs> frantically, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Oh, you don't like this, Fran? No! Fran, you don't like this? I don't like it! <laughs> That's so weird. That's so weird. Phelan! Phelan, are we being punished? Phelan uh, looks very awkward, and he sort of like nods at Alden like, Good, good to see you again. Glad we're at um, <clears throat> less, uh... And he like puts his hands like in his pockets and then takes them out again. You know, stabby circumstances than last time. Uh, maybe you guys should hold hands too. I was I'm just scared. gonna say, Alden, take Phelan's hand. No, I don't. I oh no, I don't. I don't want to do that. All right, and I'll Phelan take it. is Phelan's like, no, no, I don't think we. I'll need take to hold. it. I'll take it. Phelan, come here. No, I, I, Corbin, this is fine. It's cool. I'm so glad that you guys are uh, holding hands. Friend, what? Take Phelan's hand. I just do it without even thinking. Nice. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> what do you want? Are we all comfortable now? No. We're all comfortable. No. Me too. No. What the fuck? I'm hungry. Let's go get dinner. I walk all of us to the commissary. I thought we were friends. <laughs> this is what friends do, Fran. No. We're slake. Oh no. Mary! <laughs> so when you uh, when you call up for Mary, uh, you see actually Mary is uh, coming out from a building nearby and she's got like a pile of soft goods in her, her arms and she uh Rand turns to her with enormous <laughs> eyes that say save me. <laughs> uh, and Mary gives you a thumbs up, Fran, and then looks sort of at the scene and dumps all of the soft goods towards Corbin, hoping that Corbin will take them. No, Mary! <laughs> I can't pick those up for you. I'm so sorry. You have to take either Alden's hand or Fran's hand, please, Mary. Uh, Mary, like, sort of shrugs and gestures with the blankets, like, oh, I can't say anything until somebody takes these from me. Fran, like, lets go of Phelan's hand and goes and grabs the blankets and is like, Mary, I'm so sorry Damn about it. this. Corbin is possessed by a fucking demon. Uh-huh. Something is wrong with him. Damn it, Fran! <laughs> uh, 
Slake comes out like past a tent and is like, I heard yelling. Slake, 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 come here, come here, come here, come here. Uh, why? Slake, save yourself. What's happening? <laughs> Please take someone's hand from the chain. Uh, why? I'm scared. Just do it. Uh, uh, whose hand is open? Uh, Alden's, Alden's hand and Phelan's hand. Or alternatively, you could take Fran's hand and bring her back to the chain. <laughs> I'm scared. And I, I, uh, Phelan's nearest by, so I, I take his hand. Okay. Mary, uh, please join the chain. Mary, uh, signs, okay, I, d- uh, okay. And, uh, then she, she goes ahead and takes Slake's hand. Is, is this a ritual? Fran, please re-enter the chain. Fran <laughs> has, uh, Fran looks at the blankets. <laughs> Put the blankets down or balance them she on dro- your head. She drops them in the fucking dirt. Okay. <laughs> Mary, sort of sighs, but doesn't have a hand free to sign. <clears throat> Corbin looks at all of you. Mm-hmm. And Corbin says, you guys are my family, and I love you all, and if I die, I just wanted to say that before the end. Okay, let's go to dinner. Nobody can stop holding hands. Thank you, everybody. Corbin! Shut up! Love to dinner! Phelan is, like, uh, sort of gently trying to, to no. extract his hand. He's no, like, I feel like, and Alden, Alden's on like your other side, like really desperately tugging, <laughs> going, you know, I think this seems like a moment for you guys and not for no, me. No, you're part of it, Alden. It's not you're part I'm of not, it. I'm not you're part of it. You're part of it. I included you on purpose. You're part of it. He wanted to say I love you to you, Alden. Oh, no, that's not me. what this is about. That's not what this is about. I wanted to see tell. I just wanted to embarrass you, Fran. That was the purpose of all of this. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. I was scared at first. <laughs> and, and Mary, like, gently wiggles her hands out out of necessity. Mm-mm-mm. And signs. Okay. Well, I had something I needed uh, you all for. Um, guardians only. And she looks at... at Phelan and Alden, and Phelan mouths a thank you. <laughs> and Alden, Alden is nods and nods and goes, yeah, it seems like you have some very official, your your God's calling. I know how that goes. My God's calling, my dad's calling. I hear him. Guys. <laughs> Fran, Fran, like, sadly and weakly fist bumps Phelan. <laughs> you guys stay safe out there, okay? You're part of the family. And then Fran, like, wanders over to Corbin and hugs him. Don't, don't, this is not hand-holding. Oh. This is not hand-holding. I, I get in there, too, and I was like, oh, Corbin, nope. I didn't know you were so sentimental. I'm not. I don't feel anything. You're not gonna die, you idiot. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, it's a possibility. No, it's not. Mary signs, no one's dying, but you did end up getting all of the blankets dirty, and- I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. It's okay, and she- Yeah, she, it's your fault, Corbin. It was really important, though, what we just did. <laughs> Can somebody grab those? Yeah, yeah, I'll pick them up. And uh, I, I start scooping blankets up. And as soon as they're in your arms, like, Mary waves a hand and the dirt just flies off. Oh, that's um, crazy. Anyway, I was coming to find you guys. I, um, and she looks kind of embarrassed. She says, it's a um, special guardians meeting. Uh, it's really important. So you guys need to come with me, okay? Oh, my God. Everyone is doing this. I forgot Laika! <laughs> <laughs> Mary signs, Mary signs. It's okay, it's okay, Corbin. Don't worry. Corbin falls to the ground. <laughs> like is out on patrol right now. Oh my god. It's okay. Corbin starts crawling to the meeting place. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
Mary takes you guys out to a clearing nearby where she claps her hands once and a bunch of lights all turn on. And there's like a bunch of little floating lanterns and lights strung up and like cloth strung in the trees. And uh, she points to where she's like laid out some some mats in the grass. And she says, you can put the blankets and pillows down there. And she then turns around to look at you and signs, I thought it might be fun to have something maybe a little normal, like a slumber party. Oh, oh yeah, Mary. I know it's a little silly, but... That's really not... No, it is a great idea. It's kind of mean because of the implication that what I just did wasn't normal, but I appreciate appreciate this a lot. It wasn't normal. (laughs) I thought it was normal. Mary signs Corbin. I don't think you've ever done anything normal, but that's what we love about you. Thanks, Mary. That was a really nice backhanded compliment. (laughs) Uh, This is really nice, Mary. We do, like, sleep all by each other in the woods fairly often. <laughs> what does that mean, Fran? You don't like that? No, I like it. You want me to grab somebody's hand again? <laughs> no, no, I like it. I like it. This is different. Look at the lights. <laughs> Mary, Mary signs, well, I didn't want to do it in the barracks or, or the temple or the library since there's so much going on there. And Yeah, there's like a hella baggage all over New Estra. <laughs> right. And Honestly, and she sits down on the cushions and signs. In the last year or so since we've been traveling, this sort of thing, it feels most like home. Yeah. 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 So, and uh, she starts unpacking like she has a, a bag of stuff and she signs. So I brought games and um, I brought snacks and uh, I... I Ask some of the kids what people do at slumber parties. Oh. And um, this game is called, and she like turns around to look at, at the box to read it, Pretty Princess Dress Up. Oh, and yes. the kids yes. say that everybody plays this at sleepovers. That sounds good. Oh, hell yeah. Really good. <clears throat> I also know a really good game called Bite, Eat, Kill. And it's where you name a person, and it's whether you want to bite them, eat them, or kill them. I well, <laughs> it's a really good game. I it doesn't sound very good. I like it. You can just name an object. You want to eat someone? Not a, no. Mary Science, is that what we were seeing with Alden there? No, that was different. No. Yeah, what's going on with you and Alden? No, that nothing. Was, that was more of a bite situation. <laughs> I would bite any of you right now. Ew. Just say the word. Wow, I didn't know you felt that way, Corbin. Yeah, I feel a lot of ways. Nobody bothers to fucking ask. Are you okay, bud? I'm good. Well. Yeah, I haven't thought about death in like three minutes. I'm feeling pretty good. All right, so uh, you you guys settle down to do some sleepover activities. And uh, through the course of the evening, at some point, I don't know. You guys are getting silly on some juice. Yeah. Yeah. It is just normal juice. Yeah, no, yeah. it's just juice. That's it how is it just is. juice. Oh. I don't know that Corbin knows that. No, Corbin doesn't know, but he does sense that something's wrong with it. Um, <laughs> he starts to make some crow tea to just kind of cleanse his palate. <laughs> and also <clears throat> offers it to the group, of course. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Mary takes a cup. <gasps> yeah. I mean, she's, she takes it. She doesn't drink it, Mary. but she is just holding it at least. Tell me what you think. Mary signs with one hand. 
It's very black. You haven't drank any yet. I'm letting it cool a little bit. Oh, no, you gotta drink it when it's hot, Mary. That's when the flavor is the strongest. Leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want some, Fran? Your energy today is horrible. (laughs) Like, I I take a cup. Yeah, that's right. I'm enjoying it from here, Fran says from the tree line. You're not enjoying <laughs> shit. So uh, Mary says, so Fran, desperate to change the subject, mm-hmm. what are you going to do with that tattoo ink you bought from Dawson? Oh, I've been thinking about that. I think <sighs> there's only one spell that I can give somebody, and I was hoping to give it to Slake. Well... Thanks, Fran. Yeah, I I mean, I I think it'd be really helpful for me to have a spell since I I don't have any magic, and on the battlefield I want to, you know, keep up with everybody. Uh, Let's talk about it. Mm. Can it be any spell, or is it like- I can't remember. It it was like below a certain level. Below a certain level. Uh, It's fourth level. Fourth level? Does it specify anything else? Spell uh, contains a single spell of up to fourth level wrought on your skin by a magical needle. Will the tattoo stay, or does it disappear with the spell? I think... Uh, let's see, let's see. Once the tattoo is there, you can cast its spell requiring no co- material components. The tattoo glows faintly while you cast the spell, and for the spell's duration. Once the spell ends, uh, the tattoo vanishes from your skin. Okay. okay. A temporary tattoo? Yes, it's a, a temporary, temporary tattoo. tattoo. Okay. So, I, it could be level four, anything? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so... So, I think, like, you guys are all, like, sitting around... Uh, looking through, like, Fran's spell book mm-hmm. and, like, pointing at spells. I think Fran would be like, actually, I think I have a different spell that I think would be good. Oh, cool. What is it? It's like a protection spell. Like, I can help protect you. Um, but only use it if you're really in dire straits. Okay? That sounds ominous. No, 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 nothing, no, 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 <laughs> not, not like, no, no. <laughs> Dude, the confidence coming off of you right now look, is just shush, so I, Look, it's, it's, just, just trust me, okay? Oh, okay, Fran, yeah. If, if you think that's the best thing. Um, and then Fran is gonna tattoo a little thingy onto Slake. <laughs> I think it's it just looks that, like a cool sigil. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, this looks awesome, Fran. It is pretty cool. Uh it it will disappear once you use it though, so. How do I use it? I think you just have to touch it. Oh, it, does that and, mean if I and concentrate? Oh, okay, good. I was worried I might, you know, like accidentally touch it and no. you said only touch it if I'm in dire straits, so I don't want to do that. Where where is the tattoo? Um I was envisioning it like on the inside of your wrist. Oh, okay. Um so Mary like leans forward and looks at the the ink bottle, and uh, she narrows her eyes at it and then signs. I think the magic's gone, but there's still ink in there. <gasps> what are you saying, Mary? You want a tattoo, Mary? Mary, you want a tattoo? Well, Slyke's got a cool tattoo, and maybe we could all, <gasps> you know, matching tattoos. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's yes, a yes, great yes, idea, yes. Mary. Oh, uh, what should we get? Oh, oh, oh. Mary says, oh. well, I have been trying to think of, you know, all of the other gods have a symbol, something they put on their banners and then their temples, but I don't have anything yet. Oh. Oh, we should get your symbol tattooed on us. What would be yeah. a good symbol for Mary? Something really cool. Well, I want it to be a symbol that represents all of us. 
I don't think I would... No. I know that I wouldn't have gotten this far without all of you, and... I know I'm the one that everybody prays to, but... I wouldn't be anything without you guys. So... Oh, Mary! Mary. That's not true! It is true, and if I have a symbol, then I want it to be something that represents all of us. It should be all of our faces, (laughs) hyper-realistic. Yeah, in a a row on a a mountain. Yes, on a mountain. Yes, yes, yes. You got it, Fran. Oh, that's a great one, yeah. And there could be, like, something flying in the background, like a... Like a... Slugbird. Oh. Like Gary. (laughs) Well, what were you thinking, Slake? I don't know. Something cooler than that? I don't know. Uh, probably like a bird. <laughs> I was thinking like a horse, but like with bug wings. Oh. Mary like Science. a slug horse bird. No, not that. <laughs> not like that. Mary yes. Science. I think we're getting somewhere, but it'd be hard to reproduce all four of our faces hyper-realistically on uh, You're right. We, don't have, we probably with, don't have that much time tonight. A deer with crow wings and beetle legs. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sounds gross. Tail, tail of a wolf for Laika. Sounds gross. I think it's nice. <laughs> Mary Science, I think we're, li- we're getting further away from cool. <laughs> I think we're also, the beast gods are clearly Kai's domain. No, so. yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> Mary, what's the, what's the sign for Survivor again? And uh, Mary gives a double thumbs up. Oh. Well, what about this? And, Mar- and Fran, like, pulls out all her paper and, and pen and draws and draws and draws and when she holds up her paper it's the superman s <laughs> for survivor and she's like what do you think <laughs> oh that's sick fran that's yeah. pretty cool fran that's uh, pretty yeah. cool uh, i know uh, does anybody else have any other ideas uh, maybe, yeah maybe we should all just draw for a little bit yes brainstorm let's doodle mary signs yes this is another sleepover activity. The kids told me about it. <laughs> yes, Mary, we are accomplishing sleepover. And um, like at this point in the sleepover, I assume you guys have played the Pretty Pretty Princess dress up game, and you all have like little cheap pieces of jewelry, like little tiaras and oh, hell yeah. and, like oh, yeah, rings bro. and stuff. We look amazing. So you guys okay. sit around. You draw for a little bit. We draw a lot of like very stupid shit. Yeah. You draw yeah. a lot. Of, there's a lot of S's on there's the There's a lot of S's. There's a lot of... Because Fran is still trying to convince everyone that that's the final. That that's what it should be. That's what yeah. it should be, yeah, S yeah, for yeah, Survivor. Yeah. Fran, Fran invents the S. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's a, a beetle doing cool skateboard tricks. Yeah, Corbin draws uh, a horse with beetle legs and crow wings and a wolf's tail and a deer's head. The horse doesn't represent anything except for the... It's a horse. It's a horse. It's a horse. <laughs> And Mary holds up a piece of paper with a blob on it and another blob and a, a third and a fourth blob. And they're they're all blobbed together. Cool, Mary. Oh, yes, Mary looks, looks down at it and, and then puts it down and signs, it's us, you see? There they are. That's the, and those are the, the eyes. Corbin. No, that's the foot. Oh, there's feet on the heads. <laughs> I see. Oh, no, that's not the head. That's the head. Oh, I see it. Corbin, what, what are you drawing there? Uh, oh, I, it's um. I was thinking about like, you know, our place in the cosmic universe and 
all that stuff and like what it means to be alive and what it means to live and survive and then i thought that thing that mary the the sign mary makes right when she when she's like survive yeah and i did that i thought i made so you agree we should do this a constellation out of it yeah, no, but the S is really cool. I think this is dumb. No, Corbin, I really like that. I see you got the little little twinkly stars, and and it's like a it's like a thumbs up constellation. Yeah, Fran like squints at it, and, like <laughs> tilts her head back, <laughs> and she's like, "It does look good." <laughs> Mary Mary nods and like very quickly crumples up her picture. Oh, Mary. Mary. I I uncrumple it. No, and I think I- we should go with Mary. No, I like Corbin's. I I think we could we could go with Corbin's tattoo, but but I'll keep this. I say, and I I take and I uncrumple <laughs> Mary's paper. Yeah, yeah. You I, hold on to that one, Slate. That's gonna go in my gallery. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you all sit down to do stick and poke tattoos on each other. Ouch. Yes, yes we do. Corbin yes, likes we it. We have gold constellations that like oh, yeah. abstractly form a. Th- a thumbs up. And they've got little twinkly stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and where do we get our tattoos, everybody? Oh, mm-hmm. oh on our bodies. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. We get them on our bodies. <laughs> we get them on our bodies. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I think Mary would get hers between her shoulder blades. I feel like that's a cool placement. That's... Do you guys have other places you want to get? Well, yours? I was going to say the forehead, but I mean, right. the next cool, I was it thinking maybe sexy. middle of the back. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We could, like, each one of us, oh my God, yes, can we each, like, stagger it? Like, oh yeah, and then, like, and then if Corbin you put can them get the tramp stamp. Yes, and Corbin gets the tramp stamp. Yes. Oh my yes, God. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay, yeah, so you guys all get them, like, on your spines in different yeah. places. Yeah, Fran gets the nape of the net. neck. All right, I'll get kind of the middle, middle back. Mm-hmm. And then Corbin's got the tramp stamp right above the ass. Nice. Hell yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Leica can get one later on her actual ass. <laughs> on her actual ass. <laughs> yes. Or she can shave her head and put it on her head. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I like both. Both options are good. Very good. All right, so you all sleep on your stomachs. Yeah. Yep. Mary does like heal the tattoos. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, uh, like we're feeling good. You're feeling, yes. you're feeling nice, good. Nice. So um, while you are asleep, it is the night. It is you are a- sleeping under your beautiful little like tent of of lights and stuff, Corbin. Mm. You are awoken by a wet slithering near your head. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna vomit blood. <laughs> do, you, do you? Are you just like? Slurping I, the night away. Sl- I'm slurping the night away, baby. <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> open your eyes? I, I crack my little eyes. I peek around. I'm like, and you are I'm sniffing. You are met with the fathomless black eyes of Certinus, god of the deep. Oh, I suck my tongue back in my mouth real quick, boy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Certinus, his skin pale like the scales of creatures that roam his realm glow in the moonlight that filters in from the tops of the trees. Raskar has entered my waters. Oh, Ras... Radical. Raskar Radical. Uh. (laughs) I will delay them as long as I can. The time to move is now. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll wake everybody up right away, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, uh, go in peace. Blessings upon you. May the Lord open. <laughs> and uh, as you're as you're babbling this, he just sort of melts away into the darkness. And the last thing you see is 
the reflection of light on his black, black eyes before it winks out. That was really cool. Yo, everybody! Oh, God! Scar's in the water! What? Who? Where water? I went, go! Man, Mary is on her feet and he's like looking around. We gotta go! We gotta go right now! Oh, shit! Now? Raskar is in the deep! Oh, shit. Certainness came. You guys slept all the way through it, you, you rascals. Uh. Mary signed Certainness came and talked to you? Yeah, I don't know why. It was really uh, uh, bad. It was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. Maybe talk to Corbin. I don't know. I'm popular. Mary Sense, maybe he respects you because you summoned him from the deep that one. That's true. He doesn't respect me anymore, if that is the case. <laughs> uh, so, it's time... Yeah, yeah, we gotta go. Oh, God. We gotta move out. Where's the children? Where the children at? So, uh, Mary takes a deep breath to center herself. She says, okay. Okay. Fran, Slake, can you uh, help me dress? They made a... I I should be wearing something, um, not pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, clothes are important to wear when fighting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Corbin, will you go find Laika? Let her know. It's it's time. I'm going. Corbin runs. So, um, Slake, Fran, you go with Mary and help her dress in the special armor she had designed for the occasion. She had special armor designed for all of you, and we will talk about that in a moment. Oh, my God. Mary's is simple and practical. Leather armor made from a brilliant white hide that the orcs brought from Chakal Chahar. She has you braid her hair into a crown around her head. In the darkness, she glows softly, her dark skin luminous with a shine that wasn't there before her last run-in with Kai. Then she gives you guys a chance to all get changed as she looks over some papers and she signs, I, I, I wrote a speech. Um, oh gosh, oh, oh I, I'm not memorized. Um, and while she's doing that, tell me what you guys are wearing. Tell me what your cool final battle armors look like. My armor, the pants are skin tight. Of course. They're skin tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're black. Mm-hmm. And there is a golden belt mm-hmm. and a golden... Um, what's the term for... Cod piece. <laughs> yes. Forgot about the cod piece. Good call. Thank you. Uh, large scaled golden boots. Ooh. Yeah. And then... Um, his top is skin tight, but met- made of metal perfectly. Mm. And it is a shimmering pearlescent white armor mm. for the chest and the gauntlets mm-hmm. on his arms and then shoulder pads as well. Pauldrons. Pauldrons, thank yeah. you. Yes, yeah. And the uh, the armor is such that his um, biceps are exposed entirely. Mm. Right. His little belly button mm. is exposed. <laughs> And the armor has been crafted with nipples. Corbin, do you have a cape? I feel like this this is a look that feels like it needs a cape. Yeah, I I, one sided a cape on one shoulder so that it doesn't cover the tramp stamp. Of course, very good. Yeah. All right, Uh, Fran. So Fran can't exactly wear armor, Mm -hmm. but she does have like a cool battle outfit that also is mostly white and gold, but it also like incorporates. Orange and red, like she tends to to wear, like a like a sunset type of vibe, and she's wearing like leather leggings and boots mm-hmm. with like a little leather skirt over the leggings. Nice, and then almost like a stays type top. Yeah, 
gauntlets, but also made of leather. She has like a gauzy cape that's like wrapped around her shoulders. Mm, very cool. She has her hair up almost in like a flame type shape so <laughs> that uh, her tattoo can show on the back of her neck. Yes. Very nice. cool. Very cool. Errol? Yeah, Slake has a set of chitinous armor, but this time it is mostly in the iridescent, like pearlescent white. It's asymmetrical and the pauldrons in various areas have spikes of various sizes mm. um, that are, you know, kind of twisty and organic and they are tipped with gold. And then they're wearing a cape that is made of like a shredded sort of looking white material. And so it's sort of um, overall like moth-like. Ooh, very cool. Nice. You're all dressed, you're all looking cool. Laika joins you and she's wearing a very similar sort of like white and gold armor. And she looks at you guys and goes, oh man. We all look so cool. Yeah, we look really cool, you guys. Oh, we look amazing. We strike poses. Yeah, we strike we poses in the mirror, and, and Mary kind of looks at, you know, at the four of her guardians and herself in the mirror, and uh, she she smiles, and she um, signs. I just want to take a mental picture of this. I, and she turns around and and, and looks at the four of you and signs. I just wanted to say thank you for everything. I have a whole speech prepared for the rest of the army. I didn't... I should have prepared one for you, too. You don't need a speech for us, Mary. Mary, friends don't give friends speeches. (laughs) We do give each other speeches a lot. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not once. (laughs) Well, it's just that if this is the last chance I have to say it, then I love you all. We love you too, Mary. Mary. You're my best friends. My only friends. And no matter what happens from here on out, we're in it together. We have each other's backs. And when we fight Torva, we'll end him once and for all. Yeah, we're going to kill his ass. Fuck that guy. Yeah. And we're going to survive. And Fran, like, sticks out her hand with her thumb up in the middle. Yeah. All right. Corbin does that. Corbin does that too. Uh, Laika does that. And then Mary puts her hand in and uh, she speaks the word into your mind so that she doesn't have to sign. Survive. Survive. Okay. Let's go. Any last things you guys want to do before you depart? Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you said that Laika was going to stay to to look after folks here, right? Right. Um, yeah, I I'd like to to um to talk to Laika. Laika, uh, can I ask you a favor? Yes, like what what can I do? Um, well, uh, obviously we're we're gonna we're gonna go out there and we're we're gonna do our best and everything's gonna be okay, but um, I I would just feel better knowing Darius was someplace a a little more safe. Oh, you mean the little guy? Yeah, and I I take Darius out of my pocket, and And, I... Oh, and he is trying to get back to your pocket. He is escaping, he is crawling. Darius, Darius, it's okay, it's okay, I say, and I... I go with, I fight, I fight. Little guy. And I, I, I pat his little back to try and soothe him. 
And Laika, Laika holds out her hands and takes Darius. Says, I'll keep him safe. But Thank you. You gotta do me a favor too, okay? You're the only one that's big and strong, so you gotta, you gotta rude. protect the others. Rude. Rude. Absolutely rude. rude. Absolutely rude. <laughs> <laughs> Cor- Corbin and Fran standing behind this interaction just saying rude. <laughs> I, rude. I pretend rude. that I don't hear Corbin and Fran, and um, I, I tear up and I say, um, I'll do my best. And I, I take Darius back for a sec, and I give Darius a big smooch. Friend, I'll be back for you, little buddy, I say. And you hear a, a tiny little wail as you hand Darius back <laughs> Oh, I, I, I cover my face and I look away. <laughs> Corbin, Friend, do you have anything else you'd like to do before uh, the battle begins? I've done my thing of holding everyone's hands very normally. Mm. Okay, all right. I think failing comes to find you, Fran. Mm. Yeah, Fran is just like, with every moment that passes, getting kind of more and more serious and fidgety and antsy, Mm -hmm. fiddling with everything on her bag and Mm -hmm. her clothes and checking her spells. Right, and and so Phelan comes and and finds you and he puts a a hand on your arm, Fran, and he says, hey, uh, look, I'm gonna, I think it's better if I'm not in formation with you guys. I'm gonna try and get ahead and Scout out what I can in Esadel, okay? <sighs> okay. Don't worry. I'll, uh, I've got a good disguise. Um, it's... How can I contact you if I need... Can I just pray? Yeah, I mean, if everything goes according to plan. Okay. Hey, and he takes your hands in his. Don't worry. It's all gonna go... It, well, I'm not gonna say it's all gonna go to plan. You know the plan's gonna blow the hell up, but you're smart, and you're strong, and you're wicked scary. You're smart and strong and wicked scary, too. Thanks. And, um, I love you, Fran. He uh, fumbles for a second, just in case I never get a chance to say it again. You don't have to say anything back. You will get a chance to say it, okay? So I'll say it later. Alright. You better keep that promise. I hold out my hand to shake his hand. <laughs> and he he shakes your hand. He says, Alright, it's a deal then. Okay. And she jumps up and gives him a hug. And he, he holds you for a minute. He says, Alright. I'll see you there. And he uh steps back and he sorta looks at Mary and Slake and Corbin and gives like an awkward nod, uh, sort of like salute. We're hugging you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corbin, Corbin, Corbin so comes Slake in for sings a hug. as they approach. <laughs> they approach. We're hugging We're you. It's happening. It's okay. All right. Well, Corbin okay. jumps on that. All right. Okay. Well, this is, uh, this is. I shouldn't have stuck around for any longer than I should have. Oh, Goodbye. be quiet! You, you just be safe, you silly little guy. <sighs> Yeah, you silly little guy. You be safe. <laughs> You're the only one of my siblings that I actually like, so. Yeah, you silly little guy. <laughs> yeah, you silly little guy. Okay. You're the only one of Fran's boyfriends that I actually like. Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm being honest. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Uh, and and failing kind of disentangles himself and says, all right, you guys all be safe. I'll see you over there. And then he sort of gives a, a cocky little salute and 
dissolves into black ink that zips off onto the horizon. So then you head out to the rest of the army, who are all assembling to their places. The magic users prepare what they need to open portals. Soldiers strap on their armor, grab their weapons. The boars snuffle and shuffle in the dirt. And high above, the little birds circle your camp. Madrian spear fighters shuffle in next to Danmari riders. Your strike teams gather together, ready to be whisked away to the other side of the sea. Laika takes you all through the back of the Tower of the Goddess so that Mary can step out onto the front steps from the big double doors and look across the gathered forces. Mary glances back at you all, lined up behind her, and she takes a deep breath. Then she begins to sign. The words ring in the minds of all those gathered, and they see her as Mary speaks in the only voice she has ever had. She signs. I look out upon this field and see heroes. Each one of you has answered the call to join us on this day. Each of you left behind the safety of your homes and the warmth of your loved ones to support us in this terrible task. To fight a god. I thank you. We thank you. This is our final stand against Torva the conqueror who has caused so much grief to all our lands. When he destroyed the island in the sky, which our people called Estra, we believed there was nothing in the world below. We believed, as we were told, that he had already burnt it to ash, and there was nothing left. I look across this field today and know that we were wrong. Torva may burn the world. He may orchestrate its drowning. He may crush the last good souls with his armies and his weapons. What I have learned since our people came to the surface is that Torva will never win. No matter what he does, mortal kind perseveres. They protect each other. And they find a way to survive. Every single time. At the end of this day, everything will change. This battle will mark the beginning of a new age. You who stand before me will choose what that age will be. Will it be an age of war, of strife, of bloodshed and violence? Or will you stand with me here today to fight for an age of peace and prosperity, an age where no one must live in fear an age where we may stand arm in arm and build the future together. Tell me, are you with me? Yeah! yeah! Thank you. I bless each of you. May the blade turn from your flesh. May the arrow miss. May the machines of war pass you by without seeing. May you survive. Each of you. I am the survivor, and this is my will. Then, each soldier departs for their post, and your final assault on Torva begins.
I love you, Fran. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Fran Just says that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>